What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome to the Mitch Davis Show. March Madness Edition, baby. Let's go! Let's go, let's go, let's go. Man, we are finally here. We have made it. I know a lot of you guys have been waiting and waiting like I have. I mean, I have been uh, pretty much anxiously waiting for March Madness to begin. I want to welcome all those people that are going to be listening on Facebook as well. This is the live podcast recording Thursday, March 21st. Man, I am so, so excited for this tournament. I think it's going to be one of the best tournaments we've ever seen. I think it's going to be really, really awesome. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I really think it's going to be a lot of fun. I think we're going to see a lot of great upsets. We're going to talk about all the Thursday matchups. And also what we're going to do is do a uh, podcast after all the action today. Even maybe we might break it down into uh, sessions and this and that. But we're going to do that uh, for you guys, the fans. I know you guys love that during the American Athletic Tournament. And unfortunately, we are back in the office, basically, back at the house, whatever. Um, for this week, we're going to watch basketball. We're going to watch every single game. I know last year we were at the NCAA tournament there in Nashville, but this year uh, none of those sites were anywhere remotely close to the Memphis area. They were like all within like eight, nine, ten hours away from here, um, with the exception of Tulsa. But that was even still, uh, I think that was seven and a half to eight hours away. So really couldn't make the trip. So we're going to be watching every game on the TV. We've got, at, we've got three TVs set up plus computers and everything else. So we're going to be talking about all that. But first and foremost, before we get into the basketball, talk a little hoops action. Wanted to have some friends over to watch the game, but don't have enough space. Wish you had an open floor pan so you can pair your game day chili in the kitchen. Watch overtime on the living room TV. If you answered yes, it's your time to call John Murray and Anna Haltam at Century 21. They're licensed realtors with years of experience who can help you find the perfect home. You will be game day ready in absolutely no time. Call John Murray and Anna directly at 731-225-5655 or call their office at 731-668-7700. Century 21 is located at 620 Old Hickory Boulevard in Jackson, Tennessee. Next to Old Hickory Steakhouse, each office independently owned and operated. So go check them out. They've got some beautiful homes there in the Jackson area. Um, beautiful homes. Like I always follow them on Facebook and Twitter, and they have always got a lot of great stuff going on there in the Jackson area. So be sure to go check those people out. They're great friends of the show. We love them death greatly. Appreciate their support. So let's talk a little basketball action Man, I'm excited. This is going to be such a fun tournament. This tournament here, I think, is going to be one of the best college March Madness tournaments we've seen in recent years. I really believe that. Um, I think it's going to be really interesting to see some of these storylines, starting off with the Louisville and Minnesota game. I mean, good Lord, this is (laughs) what the NCAA did to both of these programs was just beyond like anything. It just proves that the NCAA and the selection committee really have no have no chill. I mean, as a, as a lot of people say, they don't really have any chill. They're kind of savage. I mean, you're placing Richard Pitino against his dad's old team, the same program that Coach Rick Pitino, Richard's dad, took to new heights that they haven't seen since the Denny Crum era, and then basically skyrocketed them and plummeted them into the complete ground. And so it's really fun. It's going to be really fun to actually watch that game. Next up after that, you got 1140 Central Standard Time. By the way, I have Louisville winning that game. 
I just think Louisville's guards are too much for Minnesota. I do think it's going to be a really close game, but I do think Louisville wins that first game. Uh, I think it's going to be like a 69, 66, 65 type game. Louisville wins that game. It's 11-15 tip-off on CBS. Next up, LSU and Yale. Uh, the cheating game, with both of these schools recently being named on the FBI and all that NCAA stuff. Um, cheating scandal. You've got this game. Really interesting. It's 11.40 on True TV. I want to see if LSU, without Will Wade and without uh, with, yeah, well, without their coach and Will Wade, I want to see if Tremont Waters can still carry that team. Um, you know, I think this is going to be a really tough game. I, I would not be surprised to see Yale win this game, but also uh, feel comfortable enough that LSU wins in a close one. I think it's going to be a really good game. But I do think that LSU is going to struggle. I think LSU is going to um, – you know, have that kind of – I really don't know how to put it, but other than, you know, have that hangover feeling since the SEC tournament where LSU lost to Florida. And, you know, LSU right now is limping into the NCAA tournament after the coach is basically uh, suspended indefinitely for, you know, all the bribery and all that stuff that went on at LSU. So it's going to be a really interesting matchup, but I just have LSU winning that game, but I don't have them advancing past the second round. Next up, Maryland and Belmont. This is a 2-10 tip-off on True TV. This is right after the LSU and Yale game. Uh, the winner plays LSU or Yale. I've got Belmont in that game. I, I think Belmont is the perennial I, – I just think – I haven't been impressed with Maryland. They don't have great guard play. They don't have – they just don't have a just a terribly great team this year. So I do have the Belmont Bruins upsetting Maryland. Next up, Michigan State and Bradley. This is a hard game to pick because I do have Michigan State winning the going all the way to the final four. I'm not gonna say winning the championship, but I do have them going to the final four out of that uh out of that Duke bracket. But Michigan State has always struggled with the 15 say they lost to MTSU, I think, four or five years ago. So it's gonna be really interesting to see. Uh, this matchup. I like Michigan State, though. I like what Tom Izzo is doing, after, especially after winning the Big Ten. Next matchup of the day, we're going to go over to, looks like, the South Bracket. We're going to talk a little bit about Villanova and St. Mary's. St. Mary's is one of the best three-point shooting teams in the country, averaging well over 48% per game. I like St. Mary's to win this game. I would not be surprised to see the Gales win this game over Villanova. I really like that matchup. I really like St. Mary's in that matchup. That's a 6:20 Central Standard Time tip-off on TBS. Next up, Purdue and Old Dominion. I, I love Old Dominion. I, they dominated the Conference USA. They dominated the Conference USA regular season and postseason there at the Conference Tournament there in Frisco, Texas. I have Old Dominion beating Purdue. I just something about Purdue is just kind of a little sketched out a little bit to me, and I don't. I don't know if they're all what they're cracked up to be. So let's talk a little bit about the West Bracket. This is a little bit about the West Bracket here. 627 tip-off there in, say, I think in Salt Lake City, Gonzaga and Fairleigh Dickinson. Gonzaga's the one seed. I like the Zags to win. Syracuse and Baylor, this is a boring game. This is just one of these games where you just have to pick one, you have to pick one, and I'm going to go Syracuse Orange in a close one. I really like the Syracuse Orange in that game. Next up, we got Florida State and Vermont. 
I like the upset in this. Leonard Hamilton has proven he can't coach in the NCAA tournament. He's fallen short several several times. I like Vermont Catamounts to get the win over the Florida State Seminoles. That's a 1 p.m. tip-off on TBS. The game after that, Marquette and Murray State. I like JR, or John Moran or J.A. Moran, however you say it. I like the Murray State Racers in this game. I don't think that Woods for Marquette has what it takes to stop Murray State. They are so they are such a balanced attack. They have they can kill you. You just have to kind of pick your poison a little bit and say, hey, this is how I want them to beat us. Next up, Nevada 7-10 matchup. Nevada is playing Florida. I like Nevada in this game. It's a 550 tip off there on TNT. I like Nevada in this one. Nevada's look good all season long. They were within the top 10 for there for a couple weeks before they lost to Utah State. So I do like Nevada to beat Florida. Next up, Michigan and Montana at 820 Central Standard Time on TNT. I like the Michigan Wolverines to go to the Final Four out of this regional. So the Michigan Wolverines get the win over Montana. Next up, over on the Midwest side of the bracket, let's talk about some of these earlier games there in the Midwest. At 12.30 Central Standard Time on TNT, the Auburn Tigers are facing a very scrappy New Mexico State team in the 5-12 matchup. Auburn's riding high after winning the SEC tournament after completely dominating the Volunteers at Tennessee. I like the Auburn Tigers in this matchup to face. In the 4-13 matchup here, the Kansas Jayhawks are going up against Northeastern at 3 o'clock on TNT. I like Auburn and Kansas to meet tomorrow, or no, on Saturday for a right to go to the Sweet 16 there in Kansas City. So next up in the Midwest, Midwest bracket, you've got Wofford and Seton Hall at 840 on CBS. I like I like Wofford in this game. I, I really like Wofford. Nathan Hoover, they've got an, a lot of other good guard play. This is one of the best three-pointing shooting teams in the country. I love Wofford over Seton Hall, and I love Wofford to advance on to play Kentucky, where this is going to get interesting right here. We are going to harp on a little Kentucky basketball right now. Uh, Kentucky's going to be without P.J. Washington. It looks like for at least today and maybe for Saturday's game as well against Seton Hall or Wofford, I think Kentucky beats Abilene Christian today, but I do think Kentucky fans and Kentucky is starting is going to start feeling that effect of not having P.J. Washington as they head further in this tournament when they play a Wofford team or play a Seton Hall team. thing about it is when you play either one of those, Wofford or Seton Hall, who can shoot the three-point ball so well, you need a guy like P.J. Washington to come out of the paint and go out there and defend that versatile – you basically need a versatile big man to go out there and put, put his hands up, guard the three-point ball, and it's going to be really hard for Kentucky to do that against Wofford or Seton Hall. So it's going to be really interesting to see – if P.J. Washington is going to play this weekend, if he does, if he does, what's going to be even more interesting is to see if he, um, how limited he really is going to be. It's going to be really interesting to see. Um, that's a storyline to watch. I think that that's one of the major storylines you have to watch throughout this entire weekend and see how Kentucky responds without P.J. Washington. Because if you're Kentucky. You, your only backups are Nick Richards, EJ Montgomery, and Reed Travis. Well, Nick Richards has shown that he's not as strong, and he's not as, I guess you can put, he he's kind of soft compared to P.J. Washington, compared to Reed Travis. And so there's kind of a drop-off when you do lose P.J. Washington because E.J. Montgomery and uh, Nick Richards, no matter how hard they can go and no matter how hard they try, they're still not as physical as Reed Travis or P.J. Washington. And so that question mark does remain for Kentucky. Can they – respond can they come out here against Abilene Christian and say hey you know what look guys 
We're going to come out here. We're going to kick some butt. We're going to play Kentucky basketball and then worry about Wofford and Seton Hall the next game. But I think it's going to be really interesting to watch the Wildcats as this first and second round weekend kind of develops out a little bit. It's going to be really fun to watch. But we're going to wrap it up. It's around 15 minutes before the Louisville and Minnesota game. So we're going to get off here and do that. And in between sessions, I think probably I would say, oh gosh, 4.30, 5 o'clock. We're going to jump back on here on Facebook and on the podcast for 10, 15 minutes. Talk about what we saw. Talk about some of the upsets we saw as well. And then we'll preview a little bit of the night's action as well. We'll talk about some of that and what I expect to see. And then we'll do another one after all the nightcap as well. You can follow me on Twitter and be tweeting out a bunch of stuff at Mitch Davis underscore eight. Like the Facebook page. You already have it at Mitch. They Mitch Davis show or also like and subscribe to wherever the podcast, wherever you listen to your podcast, Spotify, uh, iHeartRadio, iTunes, whatever, SoundCloud. We're on there too. That the Mitch Davis show. Be sure to go check it out. We're going to be producing a lot of college basketball content throughout the weekend. We'll be doing articles. We're going to be doing um, podcasts, doing live videos. We're going to do a, I've already got a Murray State uh, interview lined up with Adam Wells out of Paducah, Kentucky, if Murray State wins. I've already got a couple interviews lined up if said teams win. So it's going to be a really fun weekend. You're going to be wanting to follow along all weekend long. We're going to be providing coverage for every game. It's going to be a lot of fun. I want to thank you all for tuning in, and be sure to follow me on Twitter, Mitch Davis underscore eight. Oh.